johnsyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. For another edition of Sports Insider Radio, we might as well call it the John and Mike Show. I love the freeform show we're doing now. People always ask me, do you have a podcast, Mike? And I go, no. We're on Las Vegas live every Wednesday for the last eight years. You can hear the shows archived online, but no, anybody can have a podcast. But not anyone can be gracious enough to... Let the Las Vegas listeners drive down the road at 9 a.m. while they get their cup of coffee and listen to me and you in their car. I've done that ride many a times. And, uh, you know, listen, the tourists, they just landed. They got the rental car. They turned on the, the radio, and they're greeted with me saying, welcome to Las Vegas. Welcome, welcome. It is March 1st. The madness is upon us. I'm so excited. I can't wait to get out to Vegas and watch you bet the first 15. We'll cover that in a little bit. And uh, let's talk about it. Are you uh, planning on leaving me and being a stand-up comedian like uh, Brady is trying to do? No, no. I I, I know one of our uh, associates told us that this morning that he heard it on the radio that Tom Brady wants to reinvent himself and become a stand-up comedian. Well, he he himself is on serious radio. Um, he does a show even during the season. Um, he does a show that's live with, um, I can't think of it on the tip of my tongue. It's, it's an old, uh, an old player from the NFL and they've been doing a live show forever. So, you know, to him, it's, it's very intriguing because his brain just operates differently. Obviously him being the best ever to ever do it at the position. Um, it's just, you know, it's fascinating to hear some of the stuff, just like Tony Romo. That's why he's a great announcer. They have insight about the game, and they could see which players are going to flourish and how teams compare to each other. doesn't really help the betting game, but it helps if you're trying to, you know, enjoy the sport and know some of the insights I mean, regarding it. Last time, last time we were on the golf course with our man, uh, Big Troy, up in Summerlin, uh, Brady was holding you up. That was that was actually hilarious. I mean, uh, for me, you know, I was fairly new to the golf game. Oh, I just had a client text me. It's Jim Gray and Larry Fitzgerald. So I knew I was right about the old wide receiver. I just couldn't really remember it. Um, but yes, um, that's why we have live shows, live listeners, guys that are 
completely conform to the business model and what we practice and, and we preach it. You know, what we preach, we actually put it to action each and every day, it, whether we have a losing it. day or not. So, uh, Troy texted me. He wanted to know if you were going to put that clip on your Instagram account of me swinging the golf ball. Oh, God. I don't know. Okay. You'll never hear the end of it. You'll never hear the end. I think it's actually. I think it's kind of amusing. Where, where were we at? Where uh, Brady was holding the sun? So we were. We were. We had the pleasure of playing Summit Country Club. No, you had the pleasure of playing. I was driving and smoking cigars. But I was well, the cat. You remember we the driving. right? But remember, yeah. we get to the driving range, and you know, any any prestigious country club, they always have the extras. Well, this one had something I've never seen before. They had a personal stretcher on the driving range. So right before you're about to yes. swing and swing your clubs, get loosened up, they actually really loosen you up with literally a a massage table. You lay on it, the girl stretches you out. Um I remember you weren't even swinging clubs, but you got a little stretch in. So that you know, that's the Well, I got to you always got to get the stretch in. You got to right. just to even smoke the but cigar, I mean, you got to I mean, be that country out. club I mean, we had, I had the pleasure of playing some really good courses that week when we were there for March Madness, but that place is just unreal. You would never think our in the good middle friend, of the Our good friend Troy, who's texting me right now, he was, he was listening. He's listening. He says hi to the fans. We love you, Troy, but I'm never going to let you drive the golf cart again. You almost <laughs> flipped it over. We were catching air. It was like one of those uh, National Lampoon's movies. Um, but it was funny because when we pulled up, what it, the SUV had Brady, it, what did it have his license plate with his name on it? Yeah, it was the Navigator, obviously. Uh, being that he is in the Lincoln commercials, he gets to drive a Navigator, I'm sure, for a limited cost. Um, but yeah, it was right in front of us. Remember, this was during COVID, and we had to literally, before we entered the gates of the country club, not even have the credentials to get in. But we had to pass a COVID test with with the temperature test. Remember that they they hit the yeah. uh, they hit us with the temperature reader, and you know that. Listen, you know if you're wealthy and you have it all, and this is that's one of the main, one of the newest country clubs in Las Vegas, where we all obviously we saw. I mean, houses were being built left and right. It wasn't even. I'm sure by now. There's a lot more on the course, but there's not many courses where there's actual houses on the golf course. And this was one of the first ones. And I remember just driving by to get to the, because for whatever reason that the golf course was like two miles into the actual. Uh, look, I, I, I told Troy, I lost the video. I couldn't post it. He says, don't worry. I'm going to send it to you now. He still has it. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to let all the viewers check out Mike's Instagram. You're going to see the best golf shot ever in your life. Speaking right. about golf, like I said, uh, we got the Arnold Palmer open going right now. We got the Puerto Rico uh, going on. We got our boy Big Mike. And, and Mike is, you know, blasting out games. A lot of people ask me about golf. It's all about the odds. You know, uh, Michael will send me 20 bets, and uh, they'll just move before I can even get them in. And you can't cry about spilt milk after it's over. And, again, golf, beside, I always say golf is one of the best ways to make a profit with a limited bankroll. But, again, you know, let's talk about these tournaments before we get into some other things. The NCAA conference tournaments, uh, the brackets, uh, you know, I was just on the phone with our, our, our gracious uh, switchboard operator. He was saying Vegas is heating up as 
Troy also is texting me. It's getting crowded. We have on March 8th to the 11th, the Mountain West Bracket at the Thomas and Mack Center in Las Vegas. We have from March 8th to the 11th in T-Mobile Arena, the Pac-12 Tournament. We have March 7th to the 11th, the WAC Tournament Bracket at the Michelob Ultra Arena in Orleans. Um, so, again, there's a lot to offer in Las Vegas. But right here, Mike, right up the street, we have the CAA Tournament Bracket in Washington, D.C. They don't give us anything crazy up here. You have It's spread out really through the whole comp whole country um i'm looking here at some notable play oh yeah we also have the big west tournament march 7th to the 11th the dollar loan center in henderson that's up by green valley for the guys that are familiar with the topography and the geography of las vegas um so there's a lot going on in las vegas um and you know regardless of the 36 states plus Washington, D.C. being legal for sports betting, you're never going to take away the event status of Las Vegas. We can agree on that. Well, of course. And and just being there, it's I've never, to tell you the truth, I have never actually been to a conference tournament before or the main tournament. I've, I've Last year, I don't know if you remember, we almost went to the Final Four. Remember, it was like a spur oh, the of the Pac-12 moment thing. The Pac-12 is also, I might have mentioned that, the Pac-12 is a mentioned it. Go you ahead, mentioned I'm listening. It, but I was literally almost going to go to the final four, but it was like the rooms were absolutely insane. Um, So we never went. It was like a spur of the moment, like a Tuesday, ready to go on a Saturday. And it just, it got a little out of hand, but it's a, it's a really cool experience because unlike any other sport, you get to sit in for the whole day and you get to see multiple games. It's all played in the same arena from the start to the championship game. So if you have, if you're there for a couple of days, even if you're not a fan of a particular team, I know when D mill was still living in Las Vegas, he always loved going to those tournaments and he's not a big game watcher, but to him, the experience, the fun, the excitement, it, it was definitely entertaining, but just to switch gears a little bit, because D mill, the way that he trades sports is predominantly market. Oh, by the way, played. everybody, happy birthday, D mill. It was his birthday yesterday, 28th of February. Oh, that's right. Happy birthday, D mill. Yep. If everybody could just shoot him a, a message on IG, I'm sure he would love to hear from all of his fans. Um, but like I was saying, I lost my train of thought. See, you interrupted me. I lost my train of thought. No, I got it back. So D mill predominantly trades positive EV value, closing line value, market edges. There's not much geographical change when he's looking at how these teams are traveling for the tournament, how their fan base is traveling for the tournament. And for whatever reason, you know, this reminded me, it's like Brian, you know, God bless him. Um, I know he's looking down. I know he's watching every single horse race. From up top, he's watching every single college game, still betting his little amounts on the game, and just being I mean, a part I'll be of everything. Honest with you, I'll be honest with you. Be honest with you. Just to segue, and I'll let you continue. Though. With the technology, you never pass because uh, every single day I get a Facebook memory, and it's hard to believe how much time I spent in Las Vegas with him, especially this time of year. So obviously, it's like what you did today. And literally for the last 10 years, I got picture upon picture upon picture with Brian. So, like I said, I see Brian every morning, but go ahead. So, Brian was very, and he taught me this 
this type of, of sports betting where a lot of it was the eyeball test. A lot of it for conference mm-hmm. tournaments had to do geographically how these teams are positioned where the teams that don't have to really travel much for the tournament have a much bigger fan base because again, it's the tickets are not segmented like they are for the Super Bowl where they're allocated to only 50% of, you know, Eagles fans or 50% Kansas city or, or even for the, the bowl games they're for the main bowl games, they're allocated a certain way for these conference tournaments. None of that matters. It's whoever can get the ticket, whoever could travel. So teams that are closer geographically that have less of a travel time well those are the ones that are basically making it almost a home game um so some of them actually play very close to home in their own state so seeing that knowing that um having that as an edge there's a huge surplus where you could scalp the market and get a team that is hot through the tournament coming into the tournament because at the end of the day you could look at records all you want. You could see how they did against their division. That's all home and away. When you start getting into conference tournament play, there's always teams that flourish because to them it doesn't matter what the record was and how they did poorly in the beginning of the year. It, does, it only matters how they close. So teams that are hot right now, that are flowing, all they have to do is win the conference tournament in these smaller, obscure conferences and then they get an automatic ticket to the main dance. So for them, it's every game is the championship game at this point. Because if they lose any of the games and they don't win the whole tournament, they're not going to make it in. While some of these other teams that have a really good resume, they could afford to lose the game and it's not the end of the world. They're still going to make the tournament. Yeah, their seed might take a, a beating and they get a lower seed, but you're still able to... to provide really good value if you do a little bit more research and you're really a college basketball wizard. I mean, I have a guy that we obviously we only use specifically, and I'm not talking about D-Mill, we use specifically for the conference tournaments and the main tournament. He doesn't even start giving out his selections. Kind of like when we did the rant last week on Right Angle Sports. Well, Right Angle Sports shut everything down until the NIT tournament. They haven't even been doing selections for the last month, they stopped, I think it was January 11th for college basketball, and they're going to pick it back up. It, that is a similar style to this guy where he doesn't even touch the regular season. He comes on board in March. He hammers the markets. He's not particularly a market edge better where he's looking at closing price. He has, I think, 56 different models that he's running in terms of finding the right team playing hot, winning the conference tournaments, and then riding it into the main tournament. And we've used him for the last five years. The guy is phenomenal. Um, you know, and that's, that's really our gig, John, is we're not the know-it-alls. We're not the guys that come on the show and tell you that we have a game they can't lose. We don't have locks. We don't have locks of the century, 100-unit plays. That's, that's more sales tactics that you see on social media, that's completely the opposite of what we do. We are basically, like you always mention, the Simon Cows of the world. We're the guys that are hosting America's Got Talent for sports, for sports syndicates, and then we pick and choose from the ones that have 
not only good name recognition and a good reputation, but also guys that are willing to conform to our business style, which is providing the plays directly from them to the end user through the Telegram platform. We, we had, finally, it took me months to get the soccer deal together. Well, look what's happened. They've been providing it now for a month. They're up 16 net units. I think they're 54 and 30 overall in a, the most obscure soccer leagues. I mean, I'm having these guys, and, and again, some of my clients, especially U.S.-based, they still can't get over the fact that they can't watch the game for the enjoyment of it. So they're not willing to just put in selections and let it, the account grow. Just like if you had a stock portfolio or you had a crypto portfolio, all you're doing is you're checking your portfolio daily, weekly, monthly. You're not really like immersed in the minute-by-minute the minute ups and downs of that particular stock portfolio or crypto portfolio. So with sports, it's the same common denominator. We don't care about the shape of the ball. All we're in it is finding the right groups to make our clients crazy returns. I mean, I've been getting messages for the last couple of weeks, and it's like, Mike, thank you. I appreciate it. You know, I get it. I mean, our friend Cal, that's a very avid listener of the show, I mean, he calls me all the time and says, man, thank you. You're running it like a business. I don't care about the sports. I don't care about the teams. I want to be successful at this because I've been unsuccessful at this for eternity. And it just a, it's, it's a breath of fresh air to hear that from a client, knowing that we're trying to, the vision that we have to be successful takes it way more than the average or the, you know, the average in this industry. I hear you. And look, the reality is like, uh, I think uh, we're going to have a, a guest caller calling in in a minute on the air. I told him, I gave him the number. He said he wants to call. He wants to talk about sports betting and uh, what a great golfer I am. So we might have a surprise guest come online. Um, but let, let's talk about, first of all, the fact that there's too much emphasis. I'm going to be a downer now. I'm going to take the oppositional role. There's too much emphasis of hyper-focusing on March Madness as a whole. When there's a lot of money, when I say March Madness, I mean the actual tournament. Because, again, this comes back to look at all the people that overlook soccer. Look at all the people that overlook golf. Look at all the, over, the people that overlook uh, any sport because they don't like it. People get obsessed about soccer. Uh, I mean, excuse me, March Madness, just like they get obsessed about the Super Bowl. And the reality is, um, you know, you got to not worry about what shape the ball is. For instance, Troy in Summerlin. Troy, what's up, man? Are you there, buddy? They told me he was on the air, but I guess he's not on yet. Um, I don't hear him. He'll pop on. So he'll he was going to he'll, he'll pop on. Um, so, you know, the bottom line is let's not forget about NBA. Let's not forget about NHL. Let, you know, let's not forget about the insanity of the guy that's flying to Las Vegas um, is just for March Madness and will overlook every other sport being played simultaneously, to me, is not a smart way to be rolling. No. Any thoughts? And, uh, and, and, horse, and horses are going to be starting. 
it's so multidimensional. Um, you know, it's funny. I had a, uh, I've talked to two separate clients uh, yesterday. Both were recommended through the D Miller platform um, where they listened to David Miller's against the trap podcast. The guy is a pretty success for what he told me. He's a pretty successful um, props edge better. And he was very interested in how to captivate the, the big market sports, which a lot of these guys that are that are edge betters, they're not big market guys. They don't know how to make money with the big market stuff. So he was very intrigued. Um, he said, "Look, I want to I want to do Telegram. Um, I, I'm in fifty thousand dollar bankroll." Right. I tell him the cost, which the cost is available to anybody to see. It's right on my link tree on my Instagram page, and he goes, "Whoa!" I'm like, well, "What do you mean, whoa?" can I just pay a couple hundred bucks and get access to telegram for a month and see if I like it? And I'm like, no, why would we want, why would we want to give away our edge for peanuts with Dave is losing value. That's why there's a cap on the amount of people that we could have on telegram. Cause otherwise we'd have 5,000 people on telegram. It's not the money that we get that we generate from is we know we're going to lose price because people are globally betting the same games at the same time. And as smart as he was, and again, this was all through text. We never actually had. Go ahead. Well, let me finish. And I just couldn't believe that somebody as sharp as he is, and again, with somebody with that big of a bankroll, I assume has to be fairly sharp because he he came from the recommendation from the guy Randy, who was on the podcast. He's a very sharp uh, props player himself. And he gave Dave, he literally said in the podcast, Dave is the best screen reader he has ever seen do this. After all of that and the Spencer video and our reputation and, and all these things, this guy just doesn't get it. And again, I don't want somebody's business if they're not going to treat it like a real business because I'm not trying to make them a lot of money if they're not going to treat it like a business. Like, what's the point? What's the point of what well, we're trying to accomplish here if we're not actually producing five, six-figure returns annually? So, you know, it's. I hope that he, people get it, but at the end of the day, it's like they, they believe they should find a product that is, we're doing all the work, we're providing all the overnight lines, and at the end of the day, he thinks that the product should be worth two hundred dollars a month. I started laughing. I didn't even know how to respond. It was more of like well, they, in the they, gym they, this they, morning. For all the and, for all the listeners, and again, I have no affiliation. You saw Micah was getting a little nervous last week because he knows these guys that run Right Angle Sports. I'm not here to plug any other service. The answer is simple: go to Right Angle Sports, handicapper.net. If you think that our fees are too much, I'm looking at their website right now. It says 75 bets for $2,495. You can spend $33 for each release. So anyone that thinks you're expensive, anyone that thinks I'm expensive, go pay, go pay $2,400, $2,495. We're going to call it $2,500 for 33 releases. They're currently up 17 units for the season, not knocking them, 163 132 and four. So again, we're not here to knock anybody. If this gets around because it's archived, great job, great job. But, but that's 299 games. 
multiplied by $33 means you spent $9,867 to receive 17.8 units, while my underdog system is up 171 units. Now, again, I'm not bragging. All right, I'm bragging a little bit. But this is the reality, is that people really don't understand what other companies charge. And basically, one of the reasons why I set the, the bar high is because the reality is on my website, you got to have at least 10,000. And the bottom line is nobody is, um, you know, I don't want to deal with these calls that you take. You're taking those calls. I'm not taking those calls anymore. So 2023 is just me not taking the calls and you taking the call. So, you know, I feel for you, you know, I, I would rather have the one guy go to my website, fill out the form, prove to me that he has enough money. And look, I've had a couple knuckleheads just because they filled out the form. They had no money. But the reality is, is that, you know, send them over to Right Angle Sports. Let them go spend $33 a game. Let me know how they do. <laughs> it was, it, 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 I wasn't insulted because I'm so used to it by this point. But it was like at some point, as sharp as he was, because was, I wasn't talking to a guy with 5000 in his bankroll, and it was that's all he had to allocate toward sports trading. 50 k sitting in his account. Again, this is all from text telling me that, you know, if he, he wants to learn, he wants to be successful. And after he was completely committed to understanding the business model, he goes, well, why don't you guys don't charge a couple hundred bucks for Telegram? I said, are you, are you kidding me? This is what Dave does for a living. He's giving away. And it's like, at that point, I said, you know what? It's not for you. And I'd rather say that to these clients than make it where everybody thinks they could just jump on for any price they want. It's like, look, if you go to a Ferrari dealership, do you haggle them and tell them that you want to offer them 50K for a brand new Ferrari? Do they just tell you, no problem, here, take the car and pay us later? No, it's a business that you're treating it where you're getting all the work done for you. Dave literally sends me handwritten notes every night when he's about to put in a selection. I'm getting the games maybe 30 seconds before Dave even bets them. He never wanted to do that years ago. He always said, look, wait an hour because I'm losing value. I have him conform to the point where you're getting the same lines that he is basically scanning 50 different books on and you're getting them at the exact same time. Sometimes they're later than when people are asleep because obviously Dave's in Colorado. We're on the East coast. A lot of times the reason Dave waits until 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock his time, which is sometimes after midnight on the East coast is because he could get more volume down on the games when it gets closer to 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock his time. So really we're not scared to play. We're not handicapping anything. It's all about us getting the most price down on every single selection unified with 30, 40, 50 different books. So when somebody makes that statement, it's like, did you really watch the Spencer video? Did you really understand through Against the Trap podcast what Dave really does? And the answer is no. There wasn't any of that because if, if the person... And I've had many, many clients that coming from the same 
marketing funnel, which is they do the due diligence, they do the research, and then they call and they make an appointment with me. 99 out of 100, those guys are ready to roll. They're not fighting it. They understand what they're getting themselves into. And it was more of like, I said, it's all prorated. We don't want your business for a month. It's not enough volume. The variance is extremely high. Now, for the rest of the season, three months, that's a quarter of the year. It's solid. You should still make a lot of money. And he goes, well, let me sample it for a couple weeks. There's nothing to sample. If you want to sample, walk into your friendly grocery store and get one of those little uh, chicken on a stick things. That's a sample. We don't sample anything. We know that no matter what, seasonally, we are successful because the variance gets extracted. There's no good and bad beats seasonally that they matter. But of course, in a two-week period, absolutely. Troy, are you there now? I don't think he's there. He's telling me he's trying to get on, but he's, he's, nobody can hear him. All right. Well, we can't hear you. Troy, are you talking? Because if you're not talking, we'll continue. Might want to hang up and call back. For some reason, they're not putting you through where we can hear you. We're going to get a weather report. It's actually snowing in Las Vegas right now. He's sending no, you videos. No, it's not. No, it's not. Look at your phone. He, already, he sent us a video. Look at your phone. Snowing in Las Vegas. Imagine you go there for the tournament and it's snowing. Hang up, Troy. Call back. Try to get on again. Um, we can't hear you unless you have your phone muted. Wow. Snowing in the desert. Snowing in the desert. That's amazing. So anyway, you know, what I would say to you, like I said, is that, you know, it's been very enlightening dealing with, uh, since I changed the format of which I'm willing to communicate with people, you know, you go to my website, johnsyndicate.com. You can't even call me. There's no phone number. You got to put in your phone, your name. You got to put in your phone number. I don't care about your email address because I'm not sending you any emails. Got no time for that in my day. Too busy. Don't care about the game of the day, the game of the year. Like I said, we keep it real here. We want to deal with serious players that want to treat their wagering as a business. And again, if you feel that, you know, our fees are too cost prohibitive, we understand. Every one of the people in our dream team consensus, Dominic LaRiggio, Don Johnson, uh, James Jones, uh, Micah Smith, his brother who won the million dollar uh, tournament, Tyler Smith. Um, we have access to everybody's games. You can go to their website. You can buy the All game right. of the day. You you can buy the game of the month. Um, but the bottom line is that's not where you're going to make the money long term. Are you there, Troy? Hey guys, guys, how are you? What's going? I I'm doing great. Now tell me real quick before we start talking about sports about this snow that you just sent us a picture of in summer. Yeah, I just came in. I I got literally it's like 30 degrees and pouring down snow. So I woke up to <laughs> kind of a surprise myself. We're not, you're originally from, We're not golfing at the summit today. So let me ask you how that when it me and Brian used to have a joke when it would rain, people would panic, like the world was coming to an end. Now, obviously, we know you're from Ohio originally, so you you grew up driving through all kinds of bad weather. Did you get soft since you moved to Las Vegas 20 years ago? Where like when this weather comes, like because I I FaceTime you sometimes and it's like. You know, here I, I'm wearing a T-shirt, and you're wearing a sweater with a scarf and a hat, and I ask you, but it's 60 degrees. So, like, what's the deal, man? Are, did, you, did you just get yeah, soft? You know, Eric, we've been in, in casinos. I'm wearing hoodies in the summertime, so my blood is really thinned out, so I probably won't even leave the house today. 
So I'll be now, guys, uh, I'll be in front of the computer all day. Do you guys have heat in the houses or no? <laughs> I don't know. That's a valid question. It's a valid question. Hey, I I know we have solar. I don't know if we have heat. I don't know. So that's a good. Question. I walked through your mansion. Why I walked through your mansion? Why they were building it? And it was just framed out. And I didn't see any ducks for the heat work. <laughs> yeah. It was just all So listen, I know you're very drywall. Listen, a lot of inquiring minds want to know. I know we, I know you don't have a product to sell. You're just a buddy of mine. We've known each other for 20 literally 20 years. But uh just it'd be interesting for the listeners to hear the life of a real professional. When I say real, obviously Dave is real, but you're very private and you have your reasons. You don't want anybody to know who you are. But um Tell me about the life of 20 years of being a uh, making a living off the sports books. I'll, I don't want to put any words in your mouth. Yeah, well, listen, I tell you, the uh, you hit it right on the head. The uh, the guy that that I look up to, and and he's a little bit younger than me, but I tell you, is is Dave. Uh, Dave's a real gambler. I mean, he's uh, he's he's doing it on a scale that. Uh, I haven't seen anybody uh, in the industry ever do other than uh, other than Mr. Walters. You know, um, my my type of uh, of wagering is is a real real grind, and and we're we're targeting um, you know money line favorites. Uh, we don't have very many plays, you know, in in a year. Probably in an NFL season, I probably only have anywhere from 13 to 15 plays all year. So um, it's really strategic. But you know, Dave Dave Miller is he's a legit guy. And uh, so let me let me know, let people, me ask you a question. Let me I got to ask you because I know your whole strategy and you do share your games with me, even though they're not to be sold or given to anybody, as as we know. Um, how do you get down the volume you want to get down? Because I know there's been some frustration with other people that you're associated with having to drive vast areas through the state to get down. It, if you're if you're putting all your emphasis on one play on a weekend, for instance, isn't it frustrating if you're limited to each place you go to? Unlike the volume angle where you can bet high volume and you can bet a lot and, and it just gets overlooked because you're betting so many games. Because I know you've had a problem. Um, you know, we have, we know, obviously we're not going to name names, but one of your runners, uh, was getting tired of having to r- drive 45 minutes from here to there, back, 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 back. Cause they couldn't get down what they wanted to. And they weren't made aware of it until they walked up to the window and then they were told, Oh, sorry. You know, you can only bet 500. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's frustrating. But like you said, I think earlier in your guys show that, you know, now that gambling's being legalized throughout the United States, things are opening up. Um, there's more opportunities. I think, I don't know with you guys, I mean, Kasi, like how many, like how many different places are you able to lay, you know, in Maryland, you know, in Washington, like I think it's here, seven or eight apps right now. Is there? Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of where we're leaning towards, but the amount that we're able to risk is not a lot. So we got to, you know, again, we have to run around a lot and, tackle a lot of different sports books, uh, whether it's physical, uh, or, uh, through the, uh, the apps, but it's tough. It's frustrating, but you know, what, what Dave does is, you know, that guy's, 
the guy's a pro. He's strategic, and he knows exactly what to do to lay off the amount of volume that they, those guys are laying off. I mean, it's it's staggering how much they wager uh, in a week's time. It's just crazy. And you were never enticed. And I, you know, again, we people are going to be texting me. What's the deal? How do I get this guy's games? And the answer is you can't get them. Um, but yeah. knowing what I know about you and we met in 2003, literally it's 20 years. Um, and you've been a professional better the whole entire time. Obviously it was different back when I first met you because you didn't have these restrictions. The books weren't as sharp. I didn't hear you complaining about getting money down and having to run 45 minutes here or there. So since like, you know, you obviously you have the Mr. Walter side, you have the Dave side, you know, when did you start seeing, I guess what I want to share with the listeners is when did you start seeing it become harder for you? Like what year would you say? Like, there's like a culmination of like, wow, this is really becoming a pain. Cause you always yeah, tell me, you I, tell me on the phone all the time. I hate to bet. Even though I win, you always say, I hate to bet even though I win. So explain yeah, when that it, happened. Cause I didn't remember that in the beginning. I would say really, honestly, like you said, when we met, we were probably running around to maybe five, six casinos and just on a volume basis, risking about anywhere from 50 to a hundred thousand uh, dollars when we would have our, our, our matchups for the day. But I would say it was noticeable probably 2010 that it was becoming more, um, you know, the sports books were being more aware and lowering limits, money line limits. Now, point spreads are different, you know, but money lines, they were cutting, you know, cutting back. Uh, I noticed it more online uh, through the offshore sports books that they were cutting uh, limits, but um you know, William Hill uh, has kind of infiltrated Las Vegas and, and kind of came into a lot of the major casinos. You know, um, I've, I've noticed it with, with, uh, with their product that they have here. But, you know, again, it's um, when, we, when we have selections, it's, you know, maybe one game or two game uh, process. And to lay the amount of money that we needed to lay um, – it, it has been a real challenge. Um, but I would say 2010, 2012 is when it was most noticeable. So really, if you were starting fresh today, you would have never been able to get the kind of money down you did to build your bankroll if you were starting like right now, today, the, with that exact same system that you have. Yeah, it would be it would be a challenge. I mean, there's always, you know, as they say, you know, more than one way to skin a cat. And especially with all the, you know, the uh, options that are out there, um, you know, with the different, you know, the different states and cities that are going online now, there's, you know, there's there's ways to do it. Um, it's just you got to be creative and, you know, um, have the people like you and, and, and what you guys do, you and Mike. Uh, your network of people in the in the sports wagering world is ginormous. So there's there's always there's there's always ways to get uh, options out there to uh, lay. So money. let me ask you because you you've never been in the pick business. You're in the betting business. You've never and I've tried to you know I've tried to bring you over to the dark side. I've tried to get you on the phone with uh, you know Mike and the such and um, but obviously um, 
you're comfortable where you're at and, you know, the amount of money that a client would have to pay you to make it worth your while uh, is just not really feasible to 99.99% of the clients, you know, unless they're going to lay out six figures. And even I said to you, you know, hypothetically, if I had a client that was going to lay out six figures and wanted to meet you and talk to you in person, and you were like, well, I'd have to think about it. So my question is, um, with the system that you have, with Dave, he re, you know he always says you can come with a lot smaller amount of money when you're playing volume. You play one percent of your bankroll. I don't believe that's the case with you, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. And the listeners, because again, you're a pro, just like Dave, equal to Dave, but on a much different low volume level. Um, I think you started with a million dollars, right? You raised a million, and you started with it. Like nobody's going to open an account with five grand and profit off your system, correct? It's not possible. Yeah, I, it, it it's just really not, um, you know, without, you know, going, getting really boring. Right. But, you know, our product generates about 25% ROI for the year. So, you know, it is unfortunate for my product, and it, it was a real grind when we first started. We, you know, we started in uh, 98 is when we originally started, but... Um, it, you know, the saying, I don't know who uh, quoted it, but it takes money to make money. And with my product, it definitely, unfortunately, uh, it does. You, you need a decent amount of startup principle uh, to make, you know, a reasonable return at the end of the year. But, um, you know, Dave's product, I mean, <laughs> the more and more that I've been watching his videos, I'm, I want to be a, a client of, of Dave's, you know. So... Uh, <laughs> It's, uh, it's definitely, uh, it's definitely, uh, two ends of the spectrum, uh, on what, you know, uh, both, you know, I know, well, I, you, know, you guys, you know, we've had, I've been to your office. We've had long talks. I've watched where you you do all your masterminding and your betting. And like you said, uh, you know, people don't get it. If they made 25% in the stock market in a year, they'd be jumping up and down. The S&P 500 lost 22% last year. If you make 25% a year, what you're really making is 2.8% a month. So when you're talking about making 2.8% a month, net-net, when you're talking about all the winnings and all the losses and all the wins and all the losses, it, it, I guess that's and, – and this is what I told you is there's no, it's, there's no, it, there's no uh, shock that you, you're, the people that work with you are businessmen, high-net-worth individuals that don't care about betting they're just looking at it as an alternative form of the stock market where the market can have a bear market and be down 22% for the year, and you're up 25%. As opposed to a gambler, they can't wrap their head around that because they're trying to make 35% at night. <laughs> yeah. I think <clears throat> when we first met, Eric, I think the thing that was the most important thing uh, of of what I really loved about your guys' company and what you guys have done all these years is, I think, what was the saying? Uh, you know, the smart people in the wagering world, they don't care what the shape of the ball is. And right. that's the truth. That's the truth. I, I just want to be able to, uh, to profit at the end of the year. And I don't care what sport it was. Um, and I don't know if gamblers uh, can do that, you know? And, you know, I listen to your guys' show every week and it's, it's it's true. You know, Mike hits it right on the head. You know, some of these guys just, they don't treat it like a business. And unfortunately, that's why 
Vegas and all these sports books are killing it because these guys are getting just absolutely demolished. So I know you managed some uh, money. When I say manage, you had friends that live in Las Vegas and just didn't want to, and they, you would give them the plays. And I think you told me, and this is a true story, you've never sold picks, i.e. picks um, or information, but you said that these like friends would, you'd have like a three-game losing streak and they would text you, you know, being funny, like, oh, man, oh, man. And you, I, I remember you told me, like, I've known this guy for 30 years. I told him I'm never giving him a game again. I don't want to hear it. Like, you couldn't even handle I'm not saying you don't have thick skin, but you saw how ridiculous it was the way this guy you knew for 20 years acted off three. And you literally said, here's your money. Leave me alone. And he was begging to get back in. And you were like, no. Right. Is that is. Yeah. is and so could you imagine dealing with 200 calls like that a day? Oh, uh, I, I mean, it's it. it I, the answer is absolutely no. I would lose my mind. And I lost a friendship over that because. He he became a gambler. Like he was obsessed every game. You know, he's living and dying on those games. And again, I think you guys said this a few shows ago. This is a marathon. And the best analogy that my son, who now is in the business, is picture this: you're in New York City at 1 p.m. on a Tuesday. What's the likelihood of you catching 10 straight green lights in a row? It's not going to like happen. It. I like it. I like it. So, I like it. you know, our business, Dave, you know, Mr. Walters, you know, some guys that I've been privileged to be around, you know, I'm in my mid-50s, and the guys that are real pros, Dave being probably the pinnacle of, of the era right now, but guys like him, they don't sweat losses. You know, they just move on to the next day because their, their algorithm, their, their math system, whatever they have – this is a business, and it, I'm not sitting around on Monday night with popcorn watching the Monday night football. I'm in front of my computer looking at line changes in the game so I can in-game bet or whatever to hedge my loss or my win. So your guys' show, I mean, I'm not just touting you. I mean, I mean it. I mean, we've been friends for a long time, but you guys say it every week, and I, I hope that the listeners would jump on board because – it it is a business. You can't win every day. Well, I had a uh, Troy. It's funny you bring that up. It's I had a client who I was. He said, "Look, I'm, I'm having a snowstorm in Canada, and this was a couple days ago." And he's like, "Look, you know, I'm having some issues. Shocker. I have to go to the bank. I have a limit. Blah blah blah." So no problem. I'll add you to Telegram because look, guys, I, I am not. I'm one of the nicest guys in the world to deal with. If you're going to say you're going to do something, your word means a lot. So I do it. Okay, you are so Ukrainian, and that temper is fierce, but go ahead. Yeah. So I put him on. We go one and one in NBA on Monday, uh, one and two yesterday. Sends me a text this morning. Take me off all the channels. Not interested. I say, are you serious? You're worried about this short-term one-unit loss, and you're basing your whole business opposition to this? I don't even want your business. If that's how you're going to act, and the fact that Dave Miller's up 38 net games in the NBA, which is astounding, and you're going to worry about two days, I don't even want you. He instantly changes to and he goes, no, 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 leave me on. It's like these fickle gamblers, Troy. They just can't I mean, the, the, understand the, the, look, how to look the at the truth long term. Of the, matter is, the truth of the matter is you're much nicer than I am because I, like, 
you would have never done this happen with you. Well, I see this happen with you more than once. You you give every look. You know, in all fairness, you give every guy the benefit of the doubt, and yep. um, like that, like that mongoloid that uh, that called you up and said he doesn't close good because of two days of games. Remember that guy like freaked out and said he's no, the he's guy over. in Arizona. Now he's our, now, no, that's that. Now is oh, okay. Our Sorry, really good I didn't mean. Uh, if you're listening, I didn't mean to call you a mongoloid. Last week you were a mongoloid. This week you're right. But you remember the guy who was like flipping out about the the lines aren't closing good on two games, and I'm sitting here looking like at a thousand game well, record to, to give. I always will give guys like that credit because they're actually tracking the homework. They're doing it more than the average client that we have. He was tracking the homework, and those particular games didn't close well. It completely changed now that he has got big sample size, like I told him. But I respect when somebody comes to me with those type of issues or, you know, when, it, when it's mathematical and it's part of the business. I completely respect that. I can't ever respect somebody that tells me that we're worth $200 a month on Telegram. If Dave knew I was taking these types of calls, he'd be like, hang up on these people. Like, what are they trying to, like, it's like, be like Eric Jonathan. He'd say, be like Eric, hang up on them. That's all I do. Click. No, and I'm not, look, if you're listening, we're we're having fun here. I'm not the devil. Uh, I just have my tolerance level has just gotten thinner and thinner as I've gotten older. I don't buy into the everybody's broke. I always say this to everyone in the office. Broke people don't buy picks. Don't give me your crap about how you only bet $10 and $20 a game. I don't want to hear it. I take more calls and tell people, don't pay us. If you really only pay $10 a game. And what I would say to uh, Troy is that, Troy, 20 years I've been telling you, stop giving your friends your games for free. All you'll do is ruin your relationship. So here you go. Our client, I know. Our client Tim, just sent me a text. Am I the mongoloid? Gotta apologize to Tim on air, please. Tim, I apologize. Mea culpa. Uh, So, um, you know, but you know, Troy, think about it. How many friends have you told me that just literally you ended the friendship because you were just being a nice guy? Because they started with, "Can you give me a few games?" And then, of course, you hit the red lights, and it's like, "Oh my god." So you've learned on your own, not being in the business, that it's just not viable to deal with people. Because even if they're your friends, they're irrational and emotional. Yeah, it's it's difficult. The the one you know you know who who this person was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and the thing is, it just they that's get why I told Mike he's not allowed to give the FedEx driver or the Amazon delivery guy any games. Because trust me, these no guys, if the listeners. Listen, if these yeah. guys knew we get harassed, everybody in the in the in the state knows what we do for a living. Of course, the yeah. only people that deliver products to our office are gamblers now. They walk in, yeah. the guy comes over to Mike's desk yesterday, he says, You got a hot one for tonight. He just looked at him, he said, Have a good day. Like So t- so Tim <laughs> Tim wants to me to tell you something. He said, John, you're a hobbit. Called you a hobbit. Live on air. Wow. I think he's, he, well, he's watching, he's watching your, uh, your golf video. I posted it on the channel during the show. Oh, thanks. I, I didn't, I so didn't they're know. All okay, laughing, well, they're yeah. dying. You're wearing, you're wearing. I can bet golf, but I can't, I can't swing a golf club. That was the first time the I ever only swung person, a golf club. You're the only person that has rings, chains, and wingtips 
at the Summit Country Club. It's like uh, it's like uh, East Coast style at the summit. You know what I mean? That's how we do it. <laughs> <laughs> Troy's the one who recorded the video. I didn't even know he was taking the recording. Thanks, Troy. I tell you, I'm, so glad it gives you I'm glad it gives you guys a lot of pleasure. <laughs> uh, it will never be deleted. <laughs> if, you, if, if any of you guys ever get the pleasure of getting invited to the Summit Country Club, it's only fifteen hundred around there. Cheap. Yeah, but at least the people around me were laughing and getting good entertainment for their fifteen hundred round. So now let me ask you because we got a few minutes left before the music goes. I want to ask you, Troy. In all seriousness, uh, will people actually be out there playing golf today? Since I know you live in that development, like, or do they shut it down with this weather? It's winter golf, man. We play winter golf here. Yeah, oh, I don't know. They're yeah, a little well, soft. They're a soft. Yeah, they're listen, soft I'm going to tell you and Tim. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you and Tim. You're all you guys in the West Coast are soft when it comes to the weather. So go ahead. I'm listening, softy. Yeah, they'll 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 <laughs> be people out there for sure. Yeah, no doubt. You 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 Facetime me from Phoenix. What three days ago at your uncle's house? Your uncle looked like he was ready to go to Alaska. I said, how how cold is it? He said it's. He said it's 50 degrees. The guy was wearing a fur coat with a mink hat. I mean, come on. <laughs> I know. And, and the guy, the guy's originally from Iowa. He, I, I mean, you spent one year in this weather. Yeah, he started disclaiming that his blood got thinner. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, like I said, right. you know, and for, for, we got two minutes left. I love having you on. I'll bring you on again. I want to ask you, though, tell the viewers, how luxurious is it being a professional sports better? Because, you know, everybody has that image of how luxurious it is. It's, I mean, honestly, um, I'm blessed. That's all I can say. It's the, it's the best experience that um, I, for myself, and now my son's in the business, it's it's the best thing um, I could ever imagine. I wanted to be an air, airplane uh, pilot when I was growing up. There's, there's no way I could compare the two now. You know, it's... Uh, it's a great business, but like you guys keep saying, and with the syndicate of people that you have that provide information to you guys and that you guys are friends with, like David and, and a lot more uh, that do it for a living, um, you know, if, if you're able to get that information and kind of follow people that do it for a living, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. I mean, there's nothing like winning over the course of time, but like you said, I lost nine straight NBA games one year, and I, I think it was like 2000. That same year, we had the best year of our lives as far as the return. So it's something you got to stomach and weather yes, through the bad, you know, the, the bad times. Well, you closed out the show, Troy. Stay safe with Thank your you, Troy. Thank you, Troy. Thank you for coming Vegas. on. You got it. We'll Thank see you guys, guys next week. All right. Good, good day and good luck. Yeah.